Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And I am so excited to be recording this episode in this way. I am out for a walk, and I am using a brand new handheld stereo digital audio recorder. I have not recorded one of these kind of podcast episodes in so long, except for the fact that a couple weeks ago, I did record an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show with a digital recorder in Abigail, my classic Volkswagen Beetle. It was an episode just a few weeks ago where I talked about James and the other guy, I believe, while I was on my way to go have lunch with Stephanie and a friend of ours. So um, that got me really excited about the idea of bringing back occasionally, not every week, but bringing back this format of audio journaling. And for those of you who don't know this, I used to have a podcast called Pursuing a Balanced Life, where for over over 10 years, I recorded audio journal updates. It was just me talking and sharing without any preconceived idea about what I was going to say ahead of time. I would just grab my recorder, my earbuds, my and, and, and whatever I needed to go outside, and, and I would hit the record button and start speaking. And that's exactly what I've done today. Um, and, and really what I love about it is the first 10 or so years of my journey from podcasting as a hobby to becoming full-time self-employed as a coach and consultant, and then even the earliest days of the transition from going from coach and consultant to uh, business mentor, life coach, and motivational speaker. That's how I would describe who I am today. And so to have all of that documented in audio form is an incredible gift to myself and I believe potentially to my children or grandchildren down the road. I don't know if anybody else will listen to that stuff. But I know it's also been a gift to members of my community who have listened to that content over the years. And I have thousands of messages, both in electronic form, uh, face-to-face form, and even in physical form. People sending me postcards, letters, and all sorts of gifts in the mail, uh, telling me just how much that content has had a profound impact in their lives over the years. And I shut down that podcast about two years ago so that I could uh, focus all of my time, effort, and energy in creating a single podcast that really was how I felt called to show up in the world. And that it, it, it's been quite a journey to still figure out exactly who I am and how I want to show up in the world. And of course, I've gained a great deal of clarity since January 2016. And I've been living into what I consider to be the fullest expression of myself since September of 2017, when I decided to officially eliminate all podcast coaching and consulting related products and services, content related um, stuff, and, and just focus on who I feel most called to be in this world. 
And who am I? I'm a guy who creates content that's entertaining, educational, encouraging, and inspirational. I'm a guy who's always sharing what my life experiences are, uh, what all my successes are, my failures, sharing the things that I'm learning through the process, uh, through the relationships that I'm blessed to have, the things I'm learning through those relationships, and just taking anything I'm reading or studying uh, gaining knowledge or wisdom from books or podcasts or online courses or w- conferences, anything that inspires me, anything new I'm learning, and just turning around and teaching that, sharing that from who I am and my mission and purpose in the world to help others, to encourage others to take their life, every area of their life, to the next level. And that's who I am. That's how I want to show up in the world. And a couple years ago, I made the decision that I do not need multiple different audio podcasts to do this. And so what was that podcast, by the way, the Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast originally started out as a podcast called My Crazy Life. And I did not like the branding on that. (laughs) But get this. It wasn't until episode 398 of My Crazy Life that I rebranded it to Pursuing a Balanced Life. And then I think it was right around that January 2016 time frame when I rebranded it a second time where Pursuing a Balanced Life became the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And then I decided, well, the Cliff Ravenscraft Show is going to be that place where I show up and I am who I am in the world and... I'm going to keep Podcast Answer Man as its own brand, and I'm going to continue to build that and eventually work that to where Podcast Answer Man is a business that I own, but I don't operate. And that was my plan for a very long time to try to create that transition. And I was working on things to create that transition, and and my heart just was not in keeping the Podcast Answer Man brand. There was something inside of me saying, Cliff, let go already. <laughs> and and the, and there was logic and several logic-minded friends who said, Cliff, don't dare let go of that. Do you know how much you can do with that brand? And I'm like, yeah, I do. But, you know, the, yeah, this just isn't what I'm fe- I feel like this is holding me back. I, I feel like carrying this and trying to hold on to it is like a weight around my ankle and I'm trying to tread water in a big large pool and I'm just drowning trying to make this thing float Uh, which is crazy because there was so much low-hanging fruit there was so much financial gain to get from holding on to it but the money was not enough of a motivator for me to hold on to it, to keep it going, to to continue to build it. And so what happened was, so I I had this idea that Pursuing a Balanced Life becomes the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, which was my audio journal. Um, And Podcast Answer Man, I stopped talking about myself. In Podcast Answer Man, I was going to stop talking about myself. I was going to stop talking about my fitness journey. I was going to stop talking about my desire to build my new brand, to shift things, my identity. I was going to stop talking about all of that in Podcast Answer Man. This podcast feed, by the way, was just going to be only about podcasting. And I just, as soon as I did that, I created about three or four episodes. And every single one of them 
every single time I sat down to record, a little piece of my soul withered away, literally died. It like, just like portions, cells, if, if, if souls had cells, cells were disintegrating. Remember, if you, did you see the end of Infinity War? And by the way, if you haven't seen it by now, this should not be a spoiler, but you know when there's, there's this spot where some certain people turn to dust, dust and fade away? That's, that's what I felt like was happening to me in slow motion every time I created a brand new piece of content for Podcast Answer Man where this podcast would only be about podcasting. And so just knowing how it was killing me inside, I'm like, okay, no, this has got to go. And so at that moment in time, I had a decision. Do I want to continue to do the Podcast Answer Man podcast? Now, the interesting thing The Cliff Ravenscraft show at the time, which, by the way, remember, was originally called My Crazy Life, but then for most of its existence was Pursuing a Balanced Life. But for a very brief time, that other podcast was called The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I could continue on The Cliff Ravenscraft Show, which is the brand that I wanted to move towards. It's the brand I wanted to build. And as a result of that, um, it, it's where my focus, want, where I wanted to put my focus moving forward. But the thing is, is that show had, let's just say right around somewhere between 700 downloads per episode. Maybe at, at, if I did an episode that got a lot of attention and a lot of shares, it might bump up to maybe 1,500 downloads per episode. Whereas Podcast Answer Man at the time was somewhere let's just say most of the time was in excess of 10,000 downloads per episode. And so it it was very clear where a majority of my audience was, right? So I made the decision to completely shut down the Cliff Ravenscraft show, a.k.a. Pursuing a Balanced Life, a.k.a. originally My Crazy Life, and I moved the brand... The Cliff Ravenscraft Show over to this feed, which is this podcast was originally Podcast Answer Man and was Podcast Answer Man for I think 10 years. Um, and then basically, I just brought the Cliff Ravenscraft Show over to this and I stopped talking about podcasting. And life has been incredibly awesome since then. Now, I will tell you, I've lost a significant number amount of downloads per episode since making that transition. Um, however, my life in every single way is infinitely exponentially better. Uh, and we're even talking financially. I'm more financially rewarded by the wa- work that I do, the products and services I have today, than when I was the podcast answer man, even though I have a fraction of the number of downloads per episode. And see, the thing is, is it's not the number of subscribers that I have, the size of my audience, the question is, is how deeply is the content that I'm creating resonating with my exact ideal target customer, my audience, who it is that I feel most called to serve in this world with my products, services, the content that I create both free and paid. And I'm very happy with where things are today. But the thing is, is here's the different distinction. Podcast Answer Man had always been a show that from day one, the primary focus was to create that content 
as a podcast, oh my gosh, you know what? I forgot to set my watch for a workout. I wonder if Apple Watch will say, hey, you know, I noticed that you've been outdoor walking for quite some time. Do you want me to go ahead and uh, do that for, like, calculate what you've already done? And it does not appear that they're going to do that for me. But that's okay. I know that by looking at the digital recorder in my hand that I've been going for 12 minutes. And I know my watch is calculating my movement and steps and all that stuff. So, but anyway, <laughs> a little tangent there. But anyway, the podcast Answer Man podcast or this podcast, and even when it became the Cliff Ravenscraft show, the idea is that this is still my professional branded podcast. This is my this is the place where I professionally show up in the world and I want the high-end, super awesome in-studio quality recording almost all of the time. So, you know, if I'm going to record an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show, the Cliff Ravenscraft show in my mind should always be a podcast that's recorded in studio using my high PR40 microphone and all of my podcast answer man gear that I've used over the years to get me that excellent studio sound. Whereas the show that used to be Pursuing a Balanced Life, that podcast was almost always audio journal. Almost always me out and about, not always walking, sometimes doing other things as well, but it was always this format of using a digital recorder and nothing else. Just going out and sharing what's going on on my mind. Sometimes I might have an outline of things that I want to share, but the thing is, is it's, it's really free-flowing, off-the-top-of-my-head kind of content. And I love both types of content. And what I can tell you is that I miss this content right here. The walking and talking, or just out on the go and sharing and that episode that I recorded in my in Abigail a couple weeks ago for this podcast, it just got me really excited about handheld digital audio recording, audio journal format. And so I'm like, I want, I want to do this some more. Now, I want to share with you something that, quite frankly, I'm hesitant to share, but I'm going to share it with you anyway, just because this episode is going to be a little bit of anything and everything I want to share crossing the road here. And uh, I'm going to go back through this neighborhood, get off the highway. And uh, I, what I love about this recorder is if you're listening to this with earbuds in or headphones on, it's like you're walking right here next to me. And if you're not doing that, I encourage you to do that. Go ahead and just stop listening right now until you have the opportunity to throw some earbuds in or headphones on. And join me on this walk. It is incredible. I mean, listen to the birds. You hear my fleet step on the, on the pavement here. I'm actually walking on a little road because there's no sidewalks through this neighborhood. But you hear the, the birds. Um, if you have your earbuds in correctly, you'll hear a car getting ready to pass me on my left. And you'll actually, you'll, if you close your eyes, you actually heard that car passing on the left. And it's in, I just love this format, and it just I, I feel like it's just so much more intimate. So here's what I'm going to share with you. I love 
digital handheld recorders, and here's my history with these. Now, I want you to know this is not an episode of the podcast, Answer Man. This is not a technology review or anything like that, but um, I am going to share with you my history with digital audio recorders. So, um, to share with you what what I'm using right now and why I just recently made another purchase of a brand new piece of audio gear. So, gosh, my very first podcasting uh, back in the day, I remember all of this, by the way, my entire business that I have today started with an investment of $35 at Best Buy. I had a desire to create my own podcast, and I went to Best Buy and bought one of those headsets with a little plastic boom microphone off to the side, and it wasn't even USB. It was two one-eighth inch audio plugs, one for the headphone jack and one for the microphone plug on the laptop. And I just came home and plugged that into my HP laptop at the time. Yes, I used to be a Windows guy. (laughs) It's crazy to even think of these days. And I remember how much I hated Mac back then. And I I just couldn't stand Apple snobs. But today I'm one of those guys. Anyway, so... I downloaded some free software, Audacity, and I recorded my first episode. And for $35, I started with what I had. And over time, I was listening to Father Roderick Von Hogan. He was the, one of the, the first three podcasters I ever subscribed to their content, listening to their shows, uh, were Leo Laporte, who introduced me to the world of podcasting, Adam Curry, who is the co-creator of the RSS standard that made podcasting possible, him and Dave Weiner together. And he was also the former video disc jockey or video jockey from MTV back in the 80s. Anyway, and then both Leo Laporte and Adam Curry were talking about this Catholic priest in the Netherlands who was creating very intriguing content. And so Father Roderick von Hogan was the third podcaster I ever listened to. And Father Roderick was, listen, or was creating a lot of audio sound-seeing tours of these great places that he was visiting. And I remember going and listening to his content while he's walking the streets of Ireland. I'm going to get passed by a truck here on my right this time. Getting ready. I just passed a couple who are walking out through this neighborhood. And uh, very nice place out here. Everybody's extremely friendly. And uh, I've gotten to the place where after more than a decade, podcasting, vlogging, creating video, audio, while I'm out doing whatever I'm doing, I'm not embarrassed to just keep doing my thing when I pass these people anymore. So for those of you who are still experiencing that, um, just know that it goes away over time. People, People really don't care about what you're doing as much as you think they do. Anyway, so Father Roderick was creating these audio sound scene tours, and my favorite episode that I remember was he was walking through the streets of Dublin, Ireland, and he had this handheld recorder, and I think it was, um, well, I don't remember, I think he was using a Sony mini-disc recorder at the time, and just so happened that I had a sharp mini-disc recorder, and so I went out and got the same microphone that he worked that he was using at the time, which used plug-in power. And I remember going out and starting to create some of my own audio journal format. And that's how my crazy life got started. I was my first out, on the, out in the field recordings 
were not recorded onto solid state hard drives or, or SD cards or anything like that. My first out and about recordings were using a sharp mini disc. So it's like little uh, mini compact discs, but uh, they were recordable and even re-recordable and it recorded everything in digital audio quality. And it had the stereo separation in the microphone. So, I, like, again, if you're listening with headphones, here I am in the right, here I am in the left. And all I'm doing is, is turning the microphone back and forth. And you hear everything in stereo sound. And I just loved how real and authentic it felt. Like you're inviting somebody to go on a walk with you. And I felt like I was literally walking the streets of Dublin, Ireland, even though I was walking through the streets of my neighborhood in northern Kentucky. It was mind-altering in a positive, encouraging way. And I, like, fell in love with that content. So I started creating that. And uh, I will tell you that back in the day, and Father Roderick would tell you that it was not fun trying to get those recordings off of your mini disc recorder over to your software. It was supposed to be able to happen digitally, but very rarely did it ever work properly. It was very easy to lose content, and sometimes it was just easier just to play it back through a patch cable, through analog. And, oh my gosh, what a pain. So I remember the very first time I could afford an actual digital audio recorder that was meant to do what I'm doing right now. And the very first one that I decided to purchase was a Roland R-09 handheld digital audio recorder. And, oh, it was such a dream. And I think I paid like $499 for this thing. It was an investment, but, man, I recorded hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes on that handheld digital audio recorder. Not only did I record out in the field, but I got to the place where I would record in the studio using that digital audio recorder. I would use the onboard stereo mics, which is what I'm using right now. And there's the ability for you to plug in a 1 8 inch uh, stereo plug coming off of your audio mixer in your studio. And instead of recording into software like Audacity or Adobe Audition, you could record straight into digital audio into an SD card, which I've always done since back, way back in the day, because back in the early days of my podcasting, it wasn't uncommon for software like Audacity or even Adobe Audition to glitch and either shut down unexpectedly in the middle of a recording where you lost your recording or to have some kind of artifacting sound that you didn't realize was being recorded or some kind of static or it, it, I, the thing is, is while there are still the potential of losing audio into a digital audio recorder, the reality is it happens so few, so seldom, that I just got to the place where I always recorded my content into that digital audio recorder. And so what happened was I was plugging in and unplugging that patch cable from my mixer in and out of this Roland R-09 every time I went out and recorded my my Crazy Life podcast back in the day. And I was recording that stuff, that show, almost daily, and sometimes very much daily. And I was recording 7 to 15 podcast episodes per week between all of my different shows. So that recorder was getting used a lot indoors and out. And what happened was eventually 
um, the audio input jack for recording in studio started to have a short in it. So I went out and needed to replace that recorder. At the time, they didn't have the Roland R-09 anymore. They replaced it with the Roland R-09HR. And so that was the newest version of that recorder. That's the one I purchased. I used that one uh, to replace the R09. I thought that I would use the uh, HR in the studio because it had the brand new audio input jack and I didn't want, didn't want to wear it out. And so I would use the Roland R-09, which still had all these functional you know, onboard microphones and I could just use that for the recorder out, outdoors, except for the fact that there were a couple benefits of the R-09HR. Namely, number one, battery life. Oh my gosh, I was burning through a pair of AA batteries at least once every other day. Um, I might have been able to get one to two... I I could always get one recording of My Crazy Life out of... um, Or Pursuing a Bounce Life out of that Roland R-09. Um, sometimes I would be able to get two episodes or, but most of the time, the second episode, I would lose the battery life all the way. It would shut down. I wouldn't lose my recording because the recorder was smart enough to say, Hey, I'll stop here. And if you put a new pair of batteries in, you can start another one and you can edit those together. And I had to do that. And I carried extra batteries with me and that was frustrating. So guess what I did? I retired the R09 into the, into my equipment hardware, uh, graveyard and I started using the H, the R-09HR recorder, um, both indoor and outdoor. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I got to the place where I was like, I'm using this so much. I went and bought a second R-09HR recorder. So I had two of them. And I was using one in the studio and one for outdoor recordings or out in the field recordings. And that was great for a long time. And eventually, I, at this point, I was created. I had already created this thing called the Podcast Answer Man Equipment Package, and I was selling so many of these packages. And what happened was the R09HR was no longer available. They had discontinued it, and the next model. And I don't know why they do this model number thing that they do, but the next one that replaced that form factor. Uh, the next iteration was the Roland R-07, or no, I'm sorry, Roland R-05 recorder. And so because people wanted to say, hey, Cliff, I want to use what you're using, um, and I want that in my package that I buy from you, I, I went ahead and switched over to the Roland R-05. And so I bought two of those, one for in-studio and one for out in the field. And... I think I ended up uh, giving away the Roland R-09HR that I was using in the studio. And my handheld version of that, I still keep in the graveyard. Um, I still have it for archival purposes. And, 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 I, and I just like to have that just so I can say, hey, this, is, this thing's gotten has received some use over the years. All right. And then um, that, that, those Roland R-05 recorders, they had some additional benefits, even more improved battery life and some other unique features and stuff like that. So, um, but still pretty much basically still most things were the same as the form factor from the original R-09. And I 
had those for years and years and years until all of a sudden uh, we noticed the price of the Roland R05 going up and up and up. And I mean, like, it was starting to get astronomical. And then we got word, my supplier was able to give me some insight that was not publicly available. He says, you can't let people know this, but the Roland R05 is going to be discontinued. They're not going to make any more of these. And I said, well, do they have a replacement? And I say, well, they're kind of being shady on the fact that they told me this, but they, they knew that you ordered so many of these. They wanted you to know that you might want to look for a replacement. So um, knowing that information, knowing that I started to get some back orders on some equipment packages, I'm like, I've got to make a change. So for me, unfortunately, I made the decision to bring in a bunch of Zoom recorders. Zoom is another manufacturer of digital audio recorders. And by the way, they make some incredible audio quality recorders. And they're extremely reasonably priced for what all they do. The only thing is, is they're big, gigantic, and bulky. Except if you go for the very low ones. Like the Zoom H1 is very... Uh, it's, it's actually kind of tiny. Um, I remember trying that one, did not like the audio quality sound out of it. Um, and the construction of it, it was too plasticky for uh, professional use day in and day out the way that I was using it. This Roland, or I'm sorry, the Zoom H2, it was pretty decent. Um, and then they had, I brought in the Zoom H4, the Zoom H4N the Zoom H4n Next, the Zoom H4n Pro, and I brought in the Zoom H6, and I, I just brought them all in, and I'm like, let me just check all this stuff out. And I ended up, in the Podcast Answer Man package, switching over to the Zoom H4n Pro. A quite a bit bulkier than the Roland form factor that I had been used, used to with the R09 HR and the 05. And so, um, but it, but it was still due. And the reality is, is at that point I was ending the, the pursuing a bounce life. And that had just transitioned over to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And I was starting to record all of that content in studio. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm only using this for in studio anyway. Plus there's some additional benefits of multiple XLRs that can be plugged. I'll go ahead and switch over to the zoom H4N pro. I, and of course I felt like I needed to change my own studio setup, even though the Roland R05 would have still worked perfectly, even though some of my old R09HRs would have worked perfectly, but the reality is, is I had to be in integrity with what I'm selling, because Podcast Answer Man is like, listen, this is the podcast equipment that I personally use in my studio, and I wanted to be able to give people the opportunity to buy the same gear from me that I use in my studio, and a complete tutorial on how I set it all up. So I decided to bring the, to replace the R05 with that. And, and of course it it worked just fine. Um, I didn't like it nearly as much as the Roland R05, but I dealt with it. The R05 was no longer available to new people who were buying gear. So I sucked it up buttercup and went with, went with the zoom recorders until I made the decision September of last year to shut down everything that I was doing related to podcast coaching and consulting. And as a result of that decision, I uh, decided, it's like, hey, I'm going to stop selling equipment. (laughs) 
And if I'm going to stop selling equipment, I'm going to stop using the Zoom H4n Pro. And I'm going to go back to my trusty old beautiful Roland R-05 recorder. And I did. The the, The same day I took the ability to purchase the Podcast Answer Man package away is the same day I pulled out in my studio. I went into my studio and I pulled out the Zoom H4n Pro and I put the R05 Roland recorder right back in its place. So that's the history there. And then the thing is, is I've not done any in the field recordings uh, in quite some time. And I decided I wanted to record that episode a few weeks ago out in Abigail on my way to lunch. It's James and the other guys, the name of the episode. And of course, I was rusty on I'm recording out in the field recorders or recordings, and I should have known that there was audio clipping that was going to happen uh, with as rough as my car is with road noise. I could have actually killed a ton of that by turning the low cut frequency on. I could have actually adjusted the gain way down lower and amplified later. So many things I could have done, but you know, I kind of decided to create that episode on the fly right, you know, just in the moment. And I'm glad I recorded it. And I'm glad I released it even with the imperfect audio quality. And it got me to thinking, I really love this format. And I got some great feedback from you guys about this format. It's like, Cliff, I, I, man, this is the kind of content, content that I used to love in the pursuing a balanced life days and stuff like that. I'm so glad you did this. I love all your content, but I really missed that. And I really missed it as well. The only thing is, is though, um, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I just, oh, I know what it was. Um, I had two Roland R-05 recorders. Okay. So I had one that was in the studio that always stayed in the studio. And I had another one that was handheld. And the one that was handheld, because it was handheld, the buttons on the back had um, the, the wording of what those buttons do had all faded away. And I was like, hey, I know I could probably pull the one out of my backpack and just look at the back of the one in the studio and, and configure it that way. Um, or, hey, I need to head out of here, which I was you know, running late, if you recall listening to that episode. And so I just unplugged everything the mini tripod that sticks on my desk that's attached to it. I just took the one from my studio because if I just look at the back, the wording of mic gain, low cut, limiter slash AGC, all those options, I could read what those buttons did based upon actually just looking at the recorder when I got in my car. So I left the one that had where everything had been worn off in my backpack. And I went and I recorded the episode you guys heard. And I'm like, oh, I love this. And so I'm like, okay, I think I might want to bring back this format to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Or bring it to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. I don't want to necessarily do this every day. Okay, somebody's getting ready to cut something down. Chainsaw action going on there. Anyway, I noticed that I'm 35 minutes into this, so I'm going to take where I am right now. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to walk back home. And that means that I will have been out for just over an hour by the time I get back home. And then I can uh, go and start my day with Stephanie, which is going to be awesome. Anyway, let me continue on with this journal of 
of my history with the digital audio recorder. Um, so anyway, I, I decide to take that recorder with me. And then when I come back in, I'm like, hey, I've got to plug all this back in. I've got to reset my input settings and everything else the way it's supposed to be set up. This, of course, is why I have one for in-studio and one for the go. And I'm like, okay. Now, the thing is, is that since doing that episode, I've actually anticipated the potential of doing that format again. And I thought that I might do some when I went down to Franklin, Tennessee recently for the Tribe Conference. And I went and unplugged it all from the studio gear once again. Hi, guys. How you doing? So I unplugged everything again, and I threw it into my backpack. So now in my backpack, I have two Roland recorders, RO5s. And I ended up not recording anything using that format while I was there. Believe it or not, I was just... I had tons of things going on while I was at Tribe Conference. I was, at the time, vlogging pretty consistently. I was creating content for my marketing campaign for the Next Level Mastermind and working with a professional copywriter. I've been working with my friend Rusty on copy, sales copy for my email newsletter every single day. And so, as a result of that, I did not take the time to record handheld audio journal style recordings like this. Instead, I was recording mostly vlog content. And so anyway, I didn't use it. But when I got back home, I had to put it back into the studio. And the thing is, is I could take a permanent marker and I can mark on the back of the Roland RO5 at what those settings are. And I'd have that recorder. But um, the other day, I I just knew that people were starting to ask me, hey, how did you record this? How can I record something like that? And, of course, I knew they can't buy the Roland R-05, so I was looking online to see, is there any way that Roland ever came around to creating some other version, uh, some new iteration of what was originally the format of the R-09, then the R-09HR, then the R-05. And, well, my friends, a couple weeks ago, I discovered what I'm holding in my hand right now, and I'm so excited about it. I am holding in my hand right now recording this episode on the Roland R-07. That's right, my friends. The Roland R-07 handheld digital audio recorder. And I'm in love. I am so in love with this recorder. It is exactly, I mean, it's exactly the same setup as all previous iterations and it's got new bells and whistles as a new version or a new iteration would have it's got some new innovations inside of it some things that i have not even considered using yet it's got bluetooth connectivity there's a bluetooth app you can connect to your phone you can actually monitor the audio recording of your roland r-07 recorder remotely via low latency audio through Bluetooth. So for example, imagine this, I set my Roland R-07 recorder at the very front of a auditorium, but I'm sitting way back in the back of that auditorium. I can actually um, use the iPhone app, the iOS app on my phone to connect via Bluetooth and I can plug my headphones into my phone And I could be listening to, in real time, the audio that's being recorded into the Roland R-07. 
and I can actually adjust from my phone the input gain and all of the limiter, all the settings. I can be changing all of that on the fly from my phone remotely uh, via Bluetooth. I don't know that I'll ever use that. I don't really care about that. Um, another feature that I, I saw on the marketing material, I've not taken any time to figure out how it works, but supposedly, and this is something that I am very eager into to maybe learning if I take some time to read the manual how it works, if it in fact has this feature, but supposedly the marketing material says, hey, this will record simultaneously two separate versions of your audio recording. One, you'll set the recording levels exactly how you think that they should be. But, and, and it will record a wave audio recording of that exact setting. However, at the very same time, simultaneously, it will record another version with the input levels uh, set much lower so that if by chance the settings that you set um, were recorded and, and something happened in the recording where the audio was peaked because something got much louder than you had anticipated and there's peaked audio, maybe for example what happened in James and the other guy episode of this podcast a few weeks ago, if I was using the Roland RO7 and, and this feature worked and I knew how to set it up, I could have actually gone in and used the lower audio input setting recording and just amplified that up until, you know, to take out all, so that the peaks in, in the audio wouldn't be there. So anyway, that feature is supposedly in here. I haven't figured out how to set that up or use it. Um, so it's still not even a big deal to me. Um, this, this audio right here is perfectly fine as far as I know. I'm actually listening to it right now through my earbuds as I'm recording. So I do hear exactly what you guys are hearing. Uh, so that's great. And um, yeah, so there's that functionality. Uh, by the way, now it comes in colors and I decided to get the fancy red one and it does look pretty sharp. I got to tell you, I do like this red recorder. Um, it does not come with a windscreen. If you are going to use one of these uh, handheld digital audio recorders, what I recommend is also buying buying a foam ball microphone windscreen. So just do an Amazon search for ball microphone foam windscreen. They're like three bucks. Uh, maybe you can, I, I think I just ordered a pack of them, six of them for $6.99. So they're really cheap. And then what I do is I stretch that over top of the recorder and then I cut out, I use scissors to cut out room for me to see the display. And I punch a little hole on the left-hand side where the headphone jacks plugs in. And, and so I've got this little foam helmet, if you will, on my Roland R07 recorder. It's a little trick I've picked up since my old days because, well, I've recorded enough of these episodes when it was windy outside to know that you need a windscreen. And even without the windscreen inside, if you accidentally are speaking too close to it, just the wind from your mouth will create that wind noise. So, um, yeah, a little handheld digital audio recorder action. And uh, I, I got a new recorder. That means that I can now record these on the fly, on the go, 
audio journal format episodes of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And I anticipate that I will do so. I'll be interested to see what kind of feedback I get from you guys about this format. I don't anticipate that I'll do every episode like this. But as you can tell lately, with this show, I've, I've been experimenting. I've been experiencing, experimenting with a lot of different ideas about the format for this show. And the crazy thing is, is that as of the time I'm recording this, I've already got one episode. Okay, so what, what, basically here's what's happened. Episode number 573, which is titled Isolation, the Silent Killer of Dreams and Businesses. Episode 573 has already gone out as I'm recording this today. And episode 574 was already scheduled for this coming Friday. And that episode, 574, is a unique, crazy exploration of an idea for the format of the show, which is to bring an episode out of my vast archives from many years ago and play it as an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show with me giving you an in-studio introduction to tell you what you're about ready to hear. And, not to mention the fact that episode 574 is a very faith-based episode. And I've had faith-based episodes in this podcast feed before, but nothing as as uh, direct and and just like I mean it's hardcore faith based episode it was it's titled a radical shift in my faith journey and it was recorded not too long after a significant change into how i approach my relationship with god uh happened and this was several years ago so that's episode 574 as i'm recording this that episode has not even been released yet but it has been edited from the past. The intro in the studio was recorded, and that has all been edited together, public, or uploaded to Lipson, and it is scheduled to be released this coming Friday as I'm recording this. So that's episode 574. Now get this. I desperately wanted to play with my new digital audio recorder, and the other morning I wasn't dressed to go outside for a walk when I woke, when I woke up, and I didn't want to go back upstairs to change my clothes to go outside and do a walk and talk. So I decided to grab my brand new digital audio recorder, the Roland R-07. And I paced around inside my studio as I talked about what was most exciting to me at that moment in time. And I recorded an entire hour-long episode that eventually I titled 14 Extra Hours a Week. <laughs> So I, the thing is, is that I had been recording so much content in so many different places and having so many conversations about what's going on in my life that I'm forgetting about who I told what and where I told them. So the biggest thing that's been going on today, I think it's the 19th or the 20th day in a row that I've woke up at 4.30 in the morning or at least by 4.30 in the morning. And I've been doing that every single morning. And so just a few days ago, I think it was Monday morning, I recorded just this very long episode, an entire hour's long worth of episode, using the handheld digital recorder, just me pacing around in the Next Level Studio, talking about everything that was on my mind about my experience so far. And I'm like, okay, 
I want this to go out and I want to put it out into my feed. And I know that I want to create more content and I'm putting out so much content in my vlog that people, like a majority of the people who follow me, follow me through this podcast and they're not getting everything I share in the vlog. So I'm thinking, I'm going to put this episode out as the Cliff Ravenscraft show, which was what I recorded it for. But I think I'm going to actually put this one out before the faith, you know, radical shift in my faith journey episode. So here's what I decided to do. I decided to take that episode and I uploaded it to Libsyn and I gave it episode number 574. So I went into uh, my WordPress and I scheduled this to go out on two, like this coming Tuesday. So it's not, I'm recording this by the way on Sunday. So it was going to come out this coming Tuesday and that way, the isolation episode, you guys would have had several days to listen to that before this digital recorder episode of me talking about my 14 extra hours a week and my waking up early in the morning journey. Um, I, that would be, give you several days to listen to and download that episode on isolation. And then Friday, this scheduled episode, I just went in and changed the episode number from 574 to 575. One of the things that I've made a decision about is that I'm going to stop talking about episode numbers. Like, for example, right here, right now, I'm telling you about the episode numbers of things that have happened as a part of, well, this is just me giving you an audio journal of what's been going on. But I don't know what episode number this will be. I mean, this could be episode number 575. It could be episode 580. Does I don't know. One of the decisions that I've made, because I'm recording several pieces of content in advance at multiple times um, for this podcast, especially with a lot of conversations that I've had with people and will continue to have, the reality is, is that I don't want to say, hey, go check out the show notes at the Cliff Ray, you know, at mindsetanswerman.com slash whatever, because, well, I don't know when this will get released and what episode number it will be in what order it will come up with. I want to be able to have the flexibility to change that stuff on the fly. So, and that's what I did. Remember, I was going to take that digital handheld recorder episode of me <laughs> circling my studio, which I don't think would have been great anyway. I feel like what I shared was really awesome. And for all of my current thought processes about my early morning routine. So that was going to go out on Tuesday as 574. I renamed the faith journey transition to 575, and I thought everything was fine. Until today, I was making an Instagram story, and for whatever reason, I decided I shared with them on Instagram that, hey, coming up on Tuesday, there's going to be a special bonus episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And I decided to show it on screen, and there's a problem. Um, the episode... 573 titled Isolation, which for some reason I had convinced myself that the only thing that episode was, was the audio from an incredibly important vlog episode or video I put on YouTube for the marketing campaign of the Next Level Mastermind, talking about the reason why 96 out of every 100 people who launch a business fail within 10 years. And I believe that the root cause for that is isolation. And I talk about my own experience with isolation what that led to, and how that problem had been solved in my life, and when it was solved, how my life has been radically transformed since. Very important video. I know that 
Um, many people who watch my YouTube videos have seen it. I know that many people who are subscribed to my uh, email newsletter have clicked through and watched it. But still, the number of people who have done all of those actions is nothing compared to if I would have taken and put that audio into an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show here. So, that's what I thought episode 573 was. Except for the fact that, for whatever reason, when I went to go create that little short clip for my Instagram story, I clicked on episode 573 and I realized, oh my gosh, I completely forgot. I spent the first 30 minutes of episode 573 talking about my uh, new habit of waking up at 4.30 in the morning. Pretty much 70% of what I shared in that new handheld digital audio recording was already shared with my audience in episode 573. And I'm like, oh, dude, total screw up. I cannot release this episode on Tuesday. Yeah, I know that about 30% of the content in it is new and it's updated and stuff like that. And yeah, I know some people will be interested But I can't have two episodes back-to-back about the same exact topic where 70% of the content is duplicate. So what did I do? I went in and I deleted episode 574, the digital handheld recorder episode that I recorded while I was pacing through my studio. And and then I went back and... uh, So basically there there will be no bonus episode on Tuesday of this week. And I went into the episode that's scheduled to come out this coming Friday, and I renamed the title from 575 back to 574. (laughs) So that's that's been this. And then all of a sudden it's Sunday, and I'm like, you know, I feel like going out for a walk and recording with my digital recorder. And I want to share, I know that I just deleted that episode. But I really want to use my record. I want to create an audio journal episode for you guys. I want to tell you what's going on. I, I desperately feel called and led to share this type of content with you. I know that every time I share this kind of content with you, it's real, it's raw, it's authentic, it's unprocessed, it's unfiltered. It is just in the moment, what am I experiencing? What am I feeling? What am I learning? And you guys, most of you have told me you love this. I've not heard anybody say, Cliff, that was a waste of my time. Except for one internet troll who tells me everything I do is a waste of his time. Which I don't understand why he continues to do that. But anyway, that's a whole another episode that I'll never record. Because it's not worth my time to do so. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe, no, I, no, no. I, I was thinking maybe I should do an episode about that, but no, it would only it would only fuel things that I don't want to fuel, and uh, I'm going to continue to focus on the majority of you who continue to tell me that the content that I'm creating is having a powerful impact in your life. That's where my focus needs to continue to remain, and uh, just know that we all have our own struggles with certain things and situations, and sometimes even people in our lives that that we have very little control of managing uh, as far as what they do or say. That's enough said about that. All right, so I'm back out to the main highway here. I'm going to cross the street from this neighborhood that I've been walking through so that I can walk a little bit of strip of the sidewalk next to this highway into my neighborhood. I am looking both ways, and again, 
for those of you who uh, are listening with earbuds in, you can probably tell which way I'm looking each way I turn my head. Uh, one of the benefits and joys of the digital audio recorder, stereo sound. What a beautiful day. It is sunny out here right now. It is cold, though. If I look at my watch, um, let's see here. What? It is 42 degrees out here, 42 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's really chilly, uh, but the sun beating down is nice and warm. I'm wearing a pair of blue jeans. I've got my, what is this, the North Face. I got a North Face winter coat on, and I got a... A hat, you know, winter hat on my head, and it is a Doctor Who hat. In fact, it it's it looks like the TARDIS. In fact, you know what? I'm going to take my iPhone out and I'm going to create a thumbnail for the blog for the for the show notes page on my show, or for the for the website for the WordPress site where this gets posted. So, yeah, let's uh, click on this and oh, I got a. I got a brand new iPhone 10X or 10XS Max. Is that is that how you say it? Hold on, here we go. Let me just pose for this photo. Actually, you know what? I think I can do portrait. Let me do portrait. Awesome. So I just did portrait, and I think I can actually go back and I can share. Um, I can change the depth of field with the front-facing camera. Anyway. It, it'll be it'll be a picture of me on the on the WordPress site that shows how goofy I look in my hat. And now that I took a picture, I, I see that my hat is not even on straight where it's, the way it's supposed to be. But that doesn't matter. But uh, guys, this is what I've been up to. I don't know. I, I, here's the deal. Um, I'm tempted. Still, this is something that I will tell you. I'm tempted to record more content on the fly. You know what? Okay. <laughs> okay. So I told you I deleted episode 574 and that, that was going to go out. That was basically 70% repeat of what I did before. Crazy idea. I still have until Tuesday morning to do this. So I'm going to do this, I think. <laughs> you guys get to hear this decision on the fly. So this episode, I think this episode is actually going to end up being the new episode 574. And then episode 575 will be, again, a radical shift in my faith journey. And I'm going to release this episode that I'm recording right here, right now, this coming Tuesday. So in essence, what you're doing is you're getting one of the in-studio full-on episodes on Friday, and you're getting this episode on Tuesday. I don't know that I will give you two episodes per week, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tempt, I'm gonna test my my fate and see what happens if I give you this. No, part of me is this, part of me. I'm afraid of what's gonna happen because I know I don't want to overfeed you guys content. But there's a part of me that tells you that you know what? There are some people that I know that I would love to hear from more frequently. I wish they would show up more in the world with the content. Sometimes they. They are a little lax in releasing episodes even once a week. And and the crazy thing is, as I listen to Leo Laporte, he does This Week in Tech, and I listen to that for about two hours every week. I listen to his episode of Mac Break Weekly, and I listen to that for uh, most of the time in excess for two hours a week. And I 
been listening to his screensavers uh, or watching his screensavers and forwarding through bids that are not as appealing to me. And sometimes because other content creators that I rely on to show up every week are not there every week consistently, I found myself going and grabbing Leo Laporte's um, audio, or actually I get his video, but I just listen to it for the most part, but I listen to the tech guy, uh, his, which is like four hours a week of his two, his Saturday and Sunday radio show. So I'm, I'm tempted to think, well, maybe some of you might want to hear from me more frequently than just once a week. And I don't, I don't know that I'm going to commit to doing that. I don't know that if I will do that, but I think I'm going to do it this week. And I'm just going to see how it happens and play it by ear. All I know is that right now, I'm not a huge fan of getting episodes banked and recorded too far in advance. It's just not the kind of content that I like to create. I like to kind of be fresh with giving you what's going on right now and giving it to you. Even if that's just re- me recording what's going to be now episode 575, which is, you know, hey, this is an episode I recorded many, many, many years ago. But here I am in the studio today, um, relatively f- fresh, me recording this intro and sharing with you what you're about ready to hear. But the thing is, there are three full-on conversations that have been pre-recorded. One is with a friend of mine named Peter Adal. Uh, there's a friend of mine named Tom Griffith, and there's a friend of mine named Sarah Warner. I have three conversations, full-on episodes of Cliff Ravenscraft Show. All they need are introductions from me, but they're conversations that I had with friends. And they're just sitting there on my hard drive waiting to be released. And yet, at the same time, I want to share with you things that are fresh on my mind right here, right now, like this episode. And... Uh, and listen, isn't that cool that you can just hear me? I mean, the, it's fall here, so the leaves have changed. And so you can hear me crunching and kicking through uh, these dead leaves that are on the ground. Anyway, I, I love that I was able to create this for you. I'm excited about releasing this this coming Tuesday. I'll continue to work through the format of the show, figuring things out along the way. I'm just happy to be here. I'm honored to have you listening to my voice and to hearing the things that are on my mind. It means the world to me. And before I wrap up, I just got to tell you this one last thing, and that is I am in a major marketing campaign for the Next Level Mastermind. And this is the most incredible thing I've done in my business. I mean, this and Free the Dream... And the Building an Online Business Workshop, these three things are, I mean, like, it's clear that I made the right decision to shut down everything podcast, coaching, and consulting related. It it is absolutely clear to me this is the right decision. There are so many people who have told me how their lives have been radically changed, radically transformed as a result of coming to a weekend workshop for building an online business. People who have come to be a part of the Next Level Mastermind. And I've now been doing that for over one year. And the radical transformation of people's lives. I just recently had somebody who responded to me about the Next Level Mastermind marketing campaign. And he says, listen, you know, I'm pretty sure that if I joined, I'd make back almost all of the $12,000 I would spend, if not all of it. You know, but I wish you had some lower cost products and services. 
So first and foremost, I do have some lower price products and services coming. Uh, for example, there's going to be an online course version of Free the Dream content, uh, which is only $499. There is the Free the Dream conference, uh, which is certainly less than $12,000 a year. Uh, but the other thing that, that I, and I'll talk about all that stuff in the future, but the one thing is, is that I would never let anybody make it through the interview process if I thought that, you know, given that it's $12,000 a year to be a part of the Next Level Art Mastermind, I would never let somebody through the interview process if I thought all they were going to do was either make almost all of their money back or if not all of the $12,000 back. no. You see, the people that I serve through the Next Level Mastermind are successfully doubling and tripling, if not more, their income. These are people who are, yes, they're paying $12,000 over the course of a single year to be a member, but those people are coming up with ideas where they're generating brand new products or services that are bringing in an additional $2,000 a month on average above and beyond what they were doing before. And that's $24,000 of new revenue that would have never been created otherwise. That's automatically doubling their investment. You know, a 100% return on their investment. So, um, and, and that is, there, there are people who have created a new product or service that's generating them as much as five to $12,000 extra per month that would have never existed otherwise. So just know this, if you apply for the Next Level Mastermind, um, just know this, if, if I didn't think that you were going to have those kind of results, I wouldn't invite you into the group. Um, and some of you probably think, well, there's just no way that Cliff or the, his group could ever do that for me, and so I probably shouldn't even apply. No, don't have that thought. There have been people who applied for the Next Level Mastermind, who were convinced that they weren't a good fit, who were convinced that they probably would not see those results. But after talking with them, um, it became very clear to me. It's like, oh, dude, you're already doing this? Yes. And you're already achieving this? Yes. And you did all of that by doing this? Yes. And you're, you're, you're absolutely certain on a scale of 1 to 10, how certain are you that you could continue to do that? Absolute 10. I'm like, okay then you're invited to the next level mastermind and, and I'm confident that you'll, and then all of a sudden that person comes in and within their first one or two hot seats, all of a sudden they get an idea based upon the feedback from their hot seat and they're off to the races with a brand new product or service that radically transforms their life. That my friends is what the next level mastermind does for people. That's what I'm excited about. So for those of you who have been on my email list and getting these marketing emails, just know that I'm working with a professional copywriter. We haven't even turned on the hardcore call to action language yet. Uh, we're already now down to only four spots remaining in the Next Level Mastermind. Go ahead, head over to nextlevelmastermind.info. Nextlevelmastermind.info and apply today. Schedule your 30-minute interview with me. And we'll work together during that 30 minutes. I'll make sure that you're a good fit for the Next Level Mastermind. And you can ask questions to make sure it's a good fit for you. And just know that if I'm not convinced, then the invitation will not be extended. But there have been people who didn't think that it would be extended that got in. And there are people who thought for sure that they would get in. 
uh, they didn't. So, and, and, and by the way, those other people were directed towards some other materials, either with myself or with someone else, and everybody's been able to take their life to a whole new level. So go ahead and apply today, nextlevelmastermind.info. And uh, if you guys want more of this content, send me an email, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com, and put more audio journal content, please, in the subject line. And if you want to just keep it as brief and to the point as that, the message will be heard. And uh, if you want to even put on there as much as you can throw at me, then you can put that in there as well. If anything, that might get me to the place where I might release up to two episodes per week of content. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, if you like this content, the best way to let me know, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take every area of your life to the next level.